This is About Town. I'm your host, Blakely Freed, and today we have Connie Cronley's June column, which I mistakenly dubbed the July column in, um, in one of last month's episodes, so you guys got an early taste of the um, of the issue before it came out. So today I'm going to actually share a column that we ran last month in print and online at TulsaPeople.com. Speaking of which, you can find all of our content for the August issue live on Friday. Now here's our resident columnist, Connie Cronley. I'm Connie Cronley, and this is my column, Gratitude, from the June issue of Tulsa People. A philosophy I find it easy to embrace, yet hard to remember, is that of gratitude. Quotations about gratitude range from the sappy to the sublime, but they all remind us to be thankful. I boil it down to something simple. Pay attention. Pay attention to the good things I've got. Try to remember what it was like when I didn't have them and think kindly of all the people who don't have them. Things like water. Years ago, I visited South Africa when I was helping the late Edward Perkins write his memoir as a career foreign service officer. He was the first black U.S. ambassador assigned to South Africa during apartheid. We were there in 2001, while a country of great beauty and great pain was trying to rebuild itself in the wake of a national policy of racism that had been based on the religious belief that the white race was God's chosen people. Some of our accommodations in Cape Town and Johannesburg were luxurious beyond my imagination. Yet one of the most memorable trips was to a poor village in the Eastern Cape province where 90% of the people spoke Hoja. We happened to be there on World Water Day, which was appropriate because we were touring a dam and a reservoir. I saw this posted slogan, Water is life. And I read public service messages reminding us to conserve the precious resource of water. We were invited into the home of a woman named Cecilia, who told us how the village's new water pump had changed her life. She now had running water in her home. And before that, she and the other women of the village had to spend 90 minutes a day carrying water from the lake. I saw the lake, and it was really a muddy water hole with cattle standing in it. Cecilia's little home was worn and torn but spotless. In the center of the kitchen table, glowing with glory, was a pitcher of water surrounded by four or five mismatched glasses. She saved her greatest hostess gesture for last, and just before we left, she asked us graciously and so generously, would you like a glass of water? I remembered Cecilia when I read Robert Caro's extraordinary biographies of Lyndon Johnson. While Caro was researching, he and his wife Ina moved from New York to the Hill Country in southwestern central Texas where they could better understand the importance of Johnson's bringing water and electricity to that region. He met Hill Country women who described their stooped posture as bent. 
It was the permanent effect of carrying water from the well. Caro struggled to haul up one heavy bucket from a 75-foot deep well, and he figured out that the average farm family of five used 50 gallons of water a day. Each bucket held three or four gallons and weighed 25 to 30 pounds. So a woman made seven to nine trips a day to a well that was usually located about 253 feet from the house. Sometimes she carried two buckets at a time. No wonder the women were bent. Both my grandmother and my great-grandmother were bent, and I thought it was genetic, but now I think it was from their early days on farms without running water. I have a foggy idea of trying to live a simple life without too many gadgets, and that's why I have resisted a smartphone. Only recently did I get one and learned how to use the GPS. It is magic. A pleasant voice directs me to my location turn by turn, and to practice, I've had her direct me to places I often go, to the branch library, the bank, the grocery store, and you know what? She got it right every time. Books and magazines and the Internet are full of information about gratitude, why it's healthy, and how it makes us happier. Some psychologists say the best way to improve quality of life is to keep a gratitude journal and every day list three things we're grateful for that day. The benefits of experiencing gratitude have been recognized from ancient religions to the contemporary positive psychology movement. The Roman philosopher Cicero said this, Gratitude is not only the greatest of the virtues, but the parent of all others. I have running water, <laughs> and now driving directions, and so much more. I am a rich woman. Thank you, Connie, for your wonderful words. And I just always love um, Connie's takes on just everyday life things. So next week, we have the print issue dropping on newsstands around town at all of our drop-off locations. And like I said earlier, it is available online on Friday. Well, that's all we have for About Town today. Thanks for listening, and we'll catch you next time. 